What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spiritual Stamina Challenge Day 4. Happy Monday. If you are brand new, welcome to the group. Welcome to the challenge. To keep it simple, this is a challenge developed to help increase our spiritual stamina. In other words, to help us sustain good, healthy spiritual habits so that we can be more effective for Christ. This is a 21-day challenge. We are currently on day 4. Some of you who are just joining have asked me, um, how can I get the previous day video? And this is really important, guys. Um, the each day's video will only be up for 24 hours. After that, I am taking them down. My hope is to generate some some urgency within you guys, and this is my way of trying to help keep you guys accountable. And again, we're trying to establish good, healthy spiritual habits, and a little a little daily Bible study challenge is a good habit there. So make some time and get the workout in, all right? For those of you just joining, we have three main components to work out um, or of our workout each day, all right? The first one being prayer. You want to pray with purpose. And I like to give you all specific things to pray, short and sweet and hopefully effective there, all right? The second thing that we do every day Bible study we read we want to read with expectation to hear from God and then the third one application we want to apply what we learn because we believe it and application is what sets us apart from the rest so let's recap yesterday we started a series of workouts that I'm calling keeping the context context is so important when studying scripture and I can't in I can't stress the importance enough. You were to re read Galatians chapter 1. I hope you took time to read through it and that you observed some context. Who, what, where, when, why, all of these things. You were to look for two instances of pace. I don't know if you picked up on it, but I was hoping you noticed as you observed the text is that there is both a bad example and a good example of pacing. The bad example is in verse 6 and 7. The Galatians are on the verge of giving up and being led astray, and Paul writes this letter to correct them. The, the people are deserting their faith in Jesus, and, and they're giving up, Paul says. And as a Christian, we have to understand that we are in a race, all right? If we do not learn to have discipline, self-control, and establish pace, we too will be tempted to give up. The second example of pace was in verses 11 through 24. If you track with the text, Paul talks about who he was before Christ, then he got saved, but then he says something that's so interesting and I believe it's so important for us. In verse 16 he says, I did not immediately consult with anyone. Paul had a miraculous breakthrough with Christ. His eyes were literally open to the truth. But what I believe we fail to understand about Paul, his life and his ministry, is that it didn't all happen at once. He had a pace. He was saved, and then he took time and went away with the Lord, and he was alone with the Lord. How much time? Well, verse 18 says, Then after three years he went up to visit some of the apostles. Three years. That's a long time. So for some of you who want to do great things now, Take a lesson from Paul. It took him a while till he did anything big. Start with the small things, guys, and be faithful there. And then the scripture says Paul went up to see the apostles, and that's when they heard of the man who once persecuted the church and persecuted Christ, now preaching the faith. And this is why they glorified God, because of him. Because they saw the change that God had made in Paul's life. Paul was a living, breathing testimony of God's power, mercy, and grace. Lastly, I hope you took some time and thought about um, and completed the application portion there. Short and sweet, hopefully easy, all right? Today we're going to move on to part two of Keeping the Context series. And today's workout is going to be called Embracing Healthy Opposition. 
for today's workout, please keep in mind what you read yesterday because we're going to build off of that, all right? The context that Paul is correcting the Galatians and he is reminding them of the truth. So part one for today, pray. I want you guys to pray and thank God that you have a testimony. In Galatians chapter one, essentially Paul just gave his testimony, what he did before Christ, what happened there, and then now what he's doing after Christ. You know, people are glorifying God because of him. All right, so take a second today and pray to God and say, hey, thanks for a testimony. You know, if you are alive and breathing, you have a testimony. You might not think that it's powerful. You might not think that it's great, but you do have one nonetheless. And uh, just pray that you would have the ability to share your testimony with someone soon. All right, for God to open a door, all right? Second part here, our reading for the day is gonna be Galatians chapter two. Notice for the first thing, notice in the first verse of Galatians chapter two, pace all right big things don't all happen at once it often takes time so pace yourself number two notice that paul doesn't seem to care about a person's status who you are what you've done um, any of these things he rebukes the galatians and he even says in verse six those who seemed influential to me added nothing right point being paul was focused and it didn't matter who you were he was going to preach the gospel and the third thing with this uh, reading read verses 11 through 14 a few times through let it sink in in this text we see some healthy opposition all right because it's from a brother who cares someone um, who cares deeply about the other right and try to put yourself in both peter's shoes and Paul's shoes and see both sides of the text there. And alongside of that, read Proverbs 27, verse six. My hope is to help that that will help us understand the situation going on between Peter and Paul there. Remember, it's healthy opposition. All right, the third thing today, application. After you've read this text and you've studied it carefully, ask yourself these two important questions. The first one, do you change your actions based on who is around you? All right, an example, you're a Christian at church, you're awesome, you're cool, all these things, but then at work, you're a whole different person, you're cussing, you're angry, um, whatever, all right? Do you change your actions based on who is around you? The second question I want you to answer for yourself, do you tell people the straight up truth, even when it's hard, or do you avoid telling the truth to avoid confrontation or to avoid opposition? We all know the answer to these questions, and today all I want you to do is simply think about how you live your life. Take into consideration verse 14 when Paul says, if you, a Jew, live like a Gentile, how can you force the Gentiles to live like Jews? It's a good question. So similarly, how can we, a Christian, live like the world, yet at the same time, hope or expect for the world to live like Christians. It just doesn't make sense, guys, right? So examine yourself a bit today, and if you find some hypocriticalness in yourself, take time and repent. Simply admit to God that you're wrong, he's right, and you're sorry for your actions, and if you misrepresented him or led others astray. It all comes back to the heart again, as we said day one. And truth be told, we will never reach a point where we can stop working on our health heart. It is a lifelong process, and if we can learn and establish some good healthy habits now, it will make it that much easier later. So that's it for today. Thanks for watching. Make sure to share the video on social media if this challenged you or encouraged you and you think it can help others, right? Or simply tag someone in the comment section below. Remember, it's not about quantity of time spent, but it's about quality of time invested. So go put in work because nothing will change if you don't change what you do. God bless. See you tomorrow.